Is P.J. Locke the Denver Broncos' third safety behind Justin Simmons and Kareem Jackson? He's finding himself in a position where he can make that a reality. We sit down in an exclusive one-on-one interview with the Broncos' third-year safety from the South Stands to the End Zone on today's brand-new episode, Locked on Broncos. You are Locked on Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back into a brand new episode of the show. Lockdown Broncos is your daily Denver Broncos podcast here on the Lockdown NFL Network, your team every day. I'm your host, as always, Cody Rourke, director of video content at Pro Football Network and Broncos analyst for the Lockdown NFL Network and Nine News. You can catch me on Twitter at Cody Rourke NFL. Catch the show at Lockdown Broncos. Like us on all social media and make sure that you hit that subscribe or that follow button in our favorite audio podcasting platform, not to mention here on the YouTube channel. You get daily video Broncos coverage on the team that you root for on Sundays. Today's episode, as I mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, we have a sit down a one-on-one with Broncos safety PJ Locke. I've been doing a lot of background on him going through my all 22 film. He's a key guy that stands out to me on special teams. And now he's in a position to be in that Broncos defensive rotation here in 2021. So without further ado, let's take it to our interview with Broncos safety PJ Locke. Very fortunate right now to be joined by Denver Broncos safety, P.J. Locke. And uh, P.J., looking at the offseason, it's been a little bit more normal than what we've gotten in the NFL in the last couple of years. Last year was just a, a different realm considering the circumstances of the pandemic and, and for you being able to come into training camp. I mean, obviously being picked up in 2019 on the Broncos, signed to the practice squad, and then being invited to training camp. What has this offseason like been for you in comparison to uh, to last year's? I would say last year, man, I, I really just didn't know where I stood. Uh, really didn't have much experience with the playbook. Uh, this time, this go around, man, I'm I'm super excited because like I got a year under my belt uh, with the playbook uh, under Justin Simmons. I was learning from him and Kareem Jackson. Uh, and I, I just feel like I'm in a, a lot more comfortable position just with the playbook. Uh, I feel like I can be a quarterback of that defense. I can line people up. Uh, you know, I can really focus hone in on like what the offense is trying to do. I know, I know the sweet points and you know certain defenses and stuff like that. So, just a lot more comfortable, man. I know, I know where I stand, and uh, at this point, man, I, I can just have fun and just play. You know, work on my training and work on you know, looking at opponents and stuff like that. So it just really just slows the game down for me a whole lot. Yeah, and that's one interesting way to look at it as well because from what uh, many players that I've spoken to, you know, they say Vic Fangio's defense, it's complex to learn when you're just coming in because things that you have to do, different things like that. Can you explain to me a little bit, without giving anything away, what would you say the most challenging part about learning Vic's defense is? Uh, I would say most of all the terminology. Uh, most of our terminology and just making certain adjustments versus certain uh, formations and stuff like that. And that varies every week on the game plan. And I think that's the biggest thing because if you don't understand the basic details when you first learn it, you know, because it's so much that goes into it. And if you miss certain details, you know, when we make certain checks during, you know, certain situations in a game and you don't know those small details, you can miss it. So uh, that I think that was the biggest thing, man. I just feel <laughs> – when I first came in uh, the last two weeks of uh, in two, two ni- 2019 season, um, I was looking at the playbook. I was like, oh, my Lord. Like, 
I don't know how anybody could just come in and just come in, come in and just start playing like in midseason because it's just so much that we learn, especially just for a safety. Because like I said, with a quarterback and the defense, we got to know what everybody's doing. So that's the biggest thing, man. Like I said, this year I'm just a lot more comfortable because I know exactly what's going on. And one thing I've been following, too, with your offseason, you've been training. I mean, the amount of work you've put in this offseason. One thing I've noticed, too, and, and I'm a DB guy at heart, but the thing that stands out to me, you're working a lot on stance. You're working on the ability to get out of your breaks quickly, reaction time, being able to focus on the ball. And, and your trainers do a really good job of that. You got, I, I, I think you can make an argument. You might have the best footwork on the team right now based on what I've seen. How has that been for you this offseason? Um, man, honestly, I always felt like I was a person that was like that. Um, you know, just going through my college experience, my last two years of college, I put a lot, a lot of weight on that I didn't need. And, uh, you know, that's a that's a long story behind that. I think I got up to about 218. That was the heaviest I ever got. And uh, I just wasn't able to move like I was. But, I mean, you know, I took I took it for the team because, like, just the, the nickel position, the way we played the nickel position, I was basically more of an outside linebacker in that. The last two years of my, season, uh, my, my college season, but the first two years, I was more like a corner nickel. So I was really covering the best the best receiver on the field, you know, most times it was a slot. So um, that changed a lot. So when I got to NFL and I got cut from Pittsburgh, you know, I took that transition. Me and my, one of my trainers, his name is Rokane Simon, he uh, he actually told me, it was like, man, we, we got to drop that weight, man. We got to get you back down to how you were your sophomore year. Because I was like rated, like right behind Mika Fitzpatrick, like in a, in a PFF. So he's like, man, we got to get you right back down. To, so about 198 right now, about 195. So, um, you know, we, we really took that into consideration and ended up dropping all that weight, you know, all within that little four-month span. And then when I when I got uh, right after I got picked up by the Broncos and went to the offseason, I really, like, transitioned into, like, really getting comfortable with my body again, you know, getting comfortable with that weight, getting fast with that weight, staying strong with that weight. So uh, this year, you know, it's really just kind of picking up where I left off. We kind of – you know, working on more hip hip transitions, stuff like that, and uh, just my rapid footwork and stuff like that. So, uh, along with you know, just being comfortable with the playbook again. <laughs> so, <laughs> and we're going to continue our interview with PG Lock coming up here in just a moment. But, ladies and gentlemen, I have to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode of the show. That's our good friends over there at Built Bar. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. It is the Justin Simmons, Kareem Jackson dynamic duo of all protein bars because they're hard hitting and they taste delicious not to mention they will catch your flavor like justin simmons going up and high pointing a football at empire field and mile high my favorite flavor for bill bar is the peanut butter brownie cookies and cream salted caramel double chocolate those are my personal favorites but they have a flavor for everybody so check out all the flavors at built.com not to mention built bars are also healthy for you they contain 17 grams of protein only 130 calories and only four grams of sugar that is the best bang for your buck ladies and gentlemen and you can get your hands and your taste buds on built bar today but going to built.com using promo code lock 15 that's going to get you 15 percent off your next order at checkout once again promo code lock 15 is going to get you 15 percent off your next order at built.com that's a big advantage well, one thing, too, I, I've talked to several players and, and through mandatory minicamp OTAs, one name has stood out to me from some players that have mentioned you. They said PJ has been impressive. And so for you last year in 2020, you were able to get on the field. Uh, you were able to be activated week one, and then you were able to stay activated throughout the regular season, contribute on special teams. And so I think that is a realm, too, because often at times, I, I think when I interact with fans, they're always wondering, hey, how does this guy get into the rotation defensively? 
And I always like to go back to it just from the football standpoint that if you can contribute on special teams, coaches recognize that, and then they'll get you opportunities on the defensive side of the ball. Last year, when I watched film, you were a key standout on the special team side. You know, For you, how important is that to your game, not only just as a football player, but maybe even be able to get into the defensive rotation? Well, let me let me be like super super honest with you, man. When I was in college, uh, like I said, when I I was under Tom Herman, he made us, you know, he made all his starters play special teams. You had to start at least on one special team, right? And uh, to be able to be a starter, so uh, you know, I I really didn't. I was like, I, I already knew I was going to be a starter, so like, I just really played special teams just to play it, you know. So I really didn't take it serious. But when I got the when I drafted, got to Pittsburgh. You know, I I really didn't understand like how serious special teams was until I got there, and you know it made me want to it made me realize like man I should have took all those drills a lot more serious. So when I got cut from Pittsburgh, I was like man, I know the first thing I'm gonna do once I get picked back up, man, I'm just gonna hone in on special teams. So come on, let's be real. We got you got Kareem Jackson, you got Justin Simmons, arguably the best secondary in the league. You know what I'm saying? And the best duo in the league. So I was like man. You know, chances are you, you probably won't play. Let's be, let's be real, you know what I'm saying, reality. So especially coming in, not really knowing the playbook and stuff like that. So uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to hone in on special teams because, man, I'm, a, I'm an aggressive person. I like to just run and hit. So at the end of the day, uh, I was like, man, I'm going to get with our special team coaches, his midge, and he, he's freaking awesome. And, you know, I'm going I'm to hone in on all of the different techniques. I don't care what it is, you know. And at first he had me playing the person protector on punt. And that's kind of like the quarterback of the defense. And we already had Trey Marshall there. And Trey Marshall was a dog, you know. So um, I remember, like, I forget what game it was. I wonder, it might have it been Tennessee game. He just said, hey, uh, you want to play Gunner? I say, man, just put me on the field. And not knowing, you know, I, I didn't hear all kind of stories of Gunner. You know, you get double teamed and everything. And I was like, oh, Lord, I'm just going to run for my life. <laughs> so I ended up doing that. And, uh, man, it, I end up sticking with it. I end up being super good at it. I learned my, my uh, certain techniques and stuff like that, and it stuck. And so, man, I'm just excited, man. Special teams is one of my favorite things to do. So, um, you know, I, I try to make the most impact. So, but I still got goals of, you know, playing safety, and you know, still have goals of being one of the best safeties in the league. Possibly, I, I feel like I had a potential to do that. So, you know, I'm just really. Using just God's timing, man. Just taking it step by step every day. And, and that's very important. I'm going to switch gears a little bit here. This Sunday, you're going to be holding a free football camp uh, from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. for grades 3 through 12. Uh, mm -hmm. This is an important element. You know, having players that have gone through the collegiate process, have gone you know, in the NFL, being able to give back to the community. What is that like for you? How important is that for uh, P.J. Locke as the human being? Well, man, I, I don't take I don't take my city nicely. You know what I'm saying? And, um I was, I was always a person. My parents always told me that. It was like, hey, when you get to the top, don't pull a ladder up. And, um, you know, I feel like the context speaks for itself, uh, just giving back. And I feel like you always got to be a positive role model. You can't forget where you're growing up at. And, you know, I feel like these kids out here, you know, Beaumont is, is kind of rugged out here, man. It's uh, getting it's getting a little worse. Um, so I just want to be a be as positive as I can, you know, and uh, host a free camp, um, you know, that way – no one has to pay. Obviously, man, I got sponsors out here that, you know, people cooking for us. I got all the volunteers that's helping me to come, coming back to my house and we're going to do a barbecue with my dad. So, man, I want to give back as much as possible, man, because, you know, it's just, you got to, I feel like you got to make yourself reachable, you know, and uh, if you have those, if, you know, kids have goals like that and they can understand, they can see, they can touch the person that, 
you know, is doing the same thing that they want to do, you know, it just makes it more realistic, you know, like, hey, man, I, I can be that too, you know, so that's that's really what I'm trying to give off. That's super important. And I think the one thing, the one message, if, if anything, if one kid can come out of this camp and say, hey, this this can maybe change the trajectory of, of how I view how to work and things like that, I think is absolutely worth it. So I applaud that. Now, myself as a kid, I attended football camps. Uh, I'm sure you did the same thing. Uh, how might that be able to help influence or you know maybe even encourage people to pursue a career in collegiate athletics or maybe even a dream to the NFL? Was it that way for you? Well, yeah, man, I, I made the decision uh i would say like when i was in the seventh grade i actually have to show you this contract uh it's actually upstairs i don't want to run and get it right now but uh i made a contract with my dad uh may 17 2011 and it was like ipj lock uh make all the necessary sacrifices and reaching my ultimate goal of making it to nfl i signed it and my dad signed it so from that point on you know i would it's like right in my room as soon as i walk through the door it's like right there so um I would look at it every time I come home, you know, and I was like, man, did you make that sacrifice today? And if I didn't, you know, I went the whole day, hey, I'm, I'm going to get my dad and we're going to go in the weight room. Like, hey, come on, let's go get it, you know, stuff like that. So I uh, made that decision when I was real young. And at the end of the day, you know, whether it's you want to, you know, go to play collegiate football or play professional football or wh whatever career you want to do, the the biggest message is, you know, you, you got to work hard for what you want. You know, if you have wants and desires, man, you keep God first and you, you know, you have faith with works. That's that's the, the biggest thing I'm trying because I don't I don't it don't it really doesn't matter you know, what you want to do. But anything you have to do, you have to put your mind to it and you have to have, you know, this positive outlook on it. And you have to work towards it every single day. You have to everything you do, you just uh, you're basically like an artist. You know what I'm saying? Artist works on his craft all the time. So you have to craft every single day of your life so we're getting into the final portion of our interview with pj lock coming up here in just a moment broncos country but before we do that i have to tell you about the other sponsor of today's episode of the show that's a good friends of their betonline.ag and football season is fast approaching and if you like to put your money on the line a little bit bet online is where you need to go for your daily betting content bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action you get all the latest news odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, NFL, and all of your UFC and MMA action in one place. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the action as teams prep for the runs to the playoffs. You have the NBA championships ongoing, training camps beginning, so that means the NFL preseason is starting up, and BetOnline has you covered for all the action. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code Locked on bet online, your online sports book experts. That's going to be super important. And I think that's an important message for anybody that may be watching this or listening to this to take away from that. Now, one thing I kind of want to ask you a little bit about, you know, you're in a position specifically having more knowledge of the Vic Fangio defensive playbook, being around at Donatello, but being in a safety room, as you mentioned, with who you believe could be arguably one of the best safety duos in the NFL with Kareem and Justin. What have you learned from them specifically since coming into that locker room? What are things that maybe they do that they've shared with you or uh, that you've picked up and things that they've done and maybe applied and made your own? Uh, I would say, man, it's just they, they both have a lot of experience, obviously, Kareem more than Justin. And uh, they're both two different people. You know, Justin is more of like he's a he's a, like a super ball hog. Kareem can ball hog, but Kareem, like he, he shows up in a run game. So, you know, as a safety uh, I, I want to be able to do both. You know, I want to, I want to be, I'm all, I always want to be categorized as like super versatile. So 
I really meant anything I asked him is just small. It's just small detail stuff that helped the game uh, happen a little bit slower. You know, I see it before it happens. So um, that that's the biggest thing, man. I, I asked so many questions. And, you know, you can go back and ask them. Like, we in practice. We, we're next to each other. I'm asking questions the whole time, you know, and kind of like just picking their brain and see, like, hey, what you see here? You know, I asked Kareem, hey, what you see here? And he'll tell me, and I'll be like, okay, I go to Justin. What you see here? You know, I'm trying to figure out, like, just small bits and pieces and kind of make it into my own game. That That's really important, too. And and one thing that stands out, that's that's something that players have told me, is that it, it's never a bad thing to ask veteran players questions. Uh, you know, at some point, too, PJ, you're going to become a veteran for some of these <laughs> young guys, man. So it's all about, you know, learning and then applying that and making your own. So that's that's one thing you're doing. And like I said, a couple of your teammates I've spoken to, they've had nothing but high things to say about you. Uh, you know, one thing I want to ask you, too, from a, from a standpoint as both personal and professional what are some of the goals that you have for yourself in both of these realms this upcoming season? Well, uh, I would say at some point, just finding myself in a rotation, you know, whether that's, I say, I feel like I'm a guy that can play dime. I can play nickel. I can play safety. I also have some experience at corner. So just finding myself in a rotation and something big is it's just not, not to really stress myself about it. Because like I said, I've been a, been a starter all your life and, you know, you got to learn how to handle situations. You got to uh, learn how to handle certain adjustments and stuff like that. So uh, one thing is just, just getting on the field, you know, you know, taking that next step, getting on the field, uh, just being continue to be a student of the game, continue to contribute on special teams as much as possible, you know, and uh, that that's pretty much it, man. It's not, it's not much to it. man. I'm a person that just kind of let just go, goes with it and let God take care of the rest. Absolutely. Uh, you know, one thing I want to you know, touch on here is uh, is the team culture. Now, one thing that I, I've heard from players and I've seen it in, in various realms, it seems like you guys, every everybody in that locker room, whether you're offense or defense, it seems like everybody's really close knit. And one thing we've got a little bit of behind the scenes look is that camera. When you come out of the locker room before practice, there's a question of the day. Everyone answers it and it turns into a roast session. But uh, yeah. outside of that, we really got to see that with the field day on the final day of mandatory minicamp coaches. Hey, Practice is canceled. Let's do some team building. What is it like in that locker room? How does Vic help build team chemistry between everybody? Well, man, I mean, just doing doing stuff like that, man. Just having those questions before we come out of practice, I feel like that's a tone setter, you know, just getting everybody loose, uh, just small things like that. And then, you know, Vic is not necessarily known as a person to, like, uh, you know, skip practice, you know, especially from since I've been with the Broncos. He's not known for that, and everybody talks about it. So last day when he was like, hey, uh, there's no practice. We're going we're gonna to go out there and do a field day. Everybody was, like, super, super happy. We were just looking at each other like, like what? Like, what's, what's going on here? We was like, some people were made, made, the, uh, made the comment. They was like, oh, yeah. We must be going super far in the playoffs because uh, this this don't happen normally. So, <laughs> so it was it's just small stuff like that. I feel like it do from camaraderie. Then you know the way he set it up, the last day of minicamp, uh, it was it was still competition and it was just like uh, different stations. We had like three point shootout. We had home run derby. We had golfing and stuff like that. And he was right there watching everybody and just uh, joking with everybody. So it was just, man, it was just a different vibe. And you just feel a different kind of energy with this team this year, man. So I feel like there's no slouches at any position. So there's there's really no no sense why we shouldn't go far. And the final thing I'm going to lead off with here, last year, you know, being at training camp, there was no preseason. That obviously I think was a tough obstacle for many players to have to overcome this year. 
You get three games of preseason action. Uh, what has you most excited about preseason? Because I know for a, a lot of players, they look at it from a multitude of ways. Like veteran players will say, hey, you know, don't want to get too many reps, don't want to get injured in the preseason. But for many players, preseason is make or break for them. For you, what is your mindset knowing that you get to start things off against Minnesota? Joint training camp practices the week of the game with George Payton's former team. Uh, what are you excited about when it comes to the preseason this year? Oh, uh, man, as far as, like, the joint practice, I don't, I really don't know how I feel. I'm excited about it. Uh, I've heard people talk about it. I never did it before. It's, like, it's my first time. But the most important thing, like, last year, I missed training camp, and uh, we really didn't do a lot of tackling. You know that. Man, yeah. I, I love <laughs> I'm just excited to just actually just run a hit, man. It's like I'm, I'm finally get to unloose, you know, just, you know, all the frustration, all the, all the weight and stuff like that. I'm just, I'm just ready to let loose. And, you know, what a time during preseason to do, you know, showcase. I mean, you got the fans back in the, uh, in the stadium. So the energy is going to be high, you know, motion is going to be high. I, I'm, man, I'm, I'm super excited for that. That's, that's the biggest thing for me. I'm just ready to tackle, bro. <laughs> that's exciting. That's the fun part because getting your nose dirty and we know in Vic's defense, he says that, look, if you can't tackle, you can't play. So the fact that you love tackling, you embrace it. I mean, even watching a guy like Kareem Jackson, I'll go back to the Chargers game last year in the comeback, the 21-point comeback in the fourth quarter. I really believe the tone was set for that game, for the comeback, by Kareem Jackson demolishing the Chargers running back. I mean, the, the way that he just runs downhill, it was like one of those Rams, those old-school Mountain Dew commercials where the Rams yeah. would headbutt each other. That's what Kareem brings to the table, man. So I imagine that room, you guys probably have a lot of really great conversations and just you talk about technique. You can see that on the field. But, uh, you know, PJ, obviously I know that you're excited for training camp. It's going to start up here about a week and a half. You report to the team facility, preseason upcoming. And don't forget Broncos fans, or if you're in the Texas area right now and you were listening or watching this, I just want to remind you, uh, PJ is throwing on a free football camp for grades th third grade through 12th grade, 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. at Beaumont ISD. Be able to check it out. PJ's got more information on his Twitter at PJLock4. Uh, PJ, once again, thank you so much for taking time. I just scheduled to be able to chat with me. It was great. I appreciate you, bro.